Have you ever been in a situation where you want to make a change about how you handle things, and then when the time comes to implement the change, you do the exact opposite of what you planned, or you just go back to default programming and did what you've always done instead of making the change that you wanted to make in that moment? Okay, I'm going to be real with you. It is so much easier to stay the same versus changing, which is why most of us don't change. We live in this, you know, version of who we are. We just keep doing the same thing over and over. But if we look at the definition of insanity, it's doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. So at some point, my beautiful friends, we have to commit to truly changing because long term, it's going to feel more painful to be stuck in a version of yourself that you don't want to be versus feeling the temporary discomfort that comes along with change. So the reality is nothing changes if nothing changes. Change, when we look at it from the true definition, it just means to alter or modify. But yet we're so afraid to alter or modify things because then we have to step outside of our comfort zone. And I really believe living our best life starts the second that we leave our comfort zone. That's when we are truly creating confidence at the highest speed, at the most rapid level, because we are not living in a place where we are committed to comfort. We are actually being bold enough and audacious enough to say, you know what? I want to be the change that I want to see in this world and I'm going to go do the damn thing, right? So in order for you to be your best you, there's a few things in your life that we're going to need to alter and modify. And the first thing that we need to alter is the one thing that is standing in between you and the you that you want to be right now. Do you have any guesses on what this is? Excuses. Ah, I know. So I'm warning you, changing your relationship with excuses is not going to be easy. Once again, this is why most of us don't do it. It can be super uncomfortable because the excuses, they're like cozy little wubbies <laughs> that just keep us safe. There are little things that we hold on to so tight that we love to cuddle. And it is so hard for our brain to let go of these excuses because for so long they've worked. They kept us safe. They kept us in a place where we didn't have to feel uncomfortable. So changing our relationship with excuses can feel very uncomfortable and very unsafe because what you're doing is entering the unknown. And things that are no longer predictable or known are something that our brain hates. Our brain is wired to seek comfort and avoid the unknown at all costs. So breaking up with our excuses can feel very uncomfortable. And for some of us, borderline unbearable, right? This is why I see so many of you staying in these outdated versions of ourselves where we are settling, we're feeling constricted, but it's also so overwhelming because we want to be in a different place, but we don't know how because we're protected by all of our excuses that are keeping us safe and super comfy and the reality that we know. So my beautiful friends, are you committed to change and actually leaving this beautiful comfort zone? Because if so, so many remarkable things are going to happen for you on the other side of getting out of your comfort zone. You are going to start confidently living your best life as the you who you want to be. And that begins when we take our first step outside of our comfort zone. But the one thing that we will always do is our brain is going to bring us back to comfort versus courageously creating change. And it's going to bring us back through the act of applying excuses. (laughs) So excuses are always going to stand in your way of who you want to be in this life. And I want to even get more micro about what an excuse actually is. I love defining things because I think for so many of us, we don't actually know what it is that we're doing. So when we look at the definition of an excuse, it's an expression of regret for failure to do something. 
Is that how you perceive an excuse? I'm guessing not. Like I, I, I remember looking up the definition for success or sorry, for failure. And it was the absence of success. And I was like, I'm pretty damn sure that's not how anybody I know in my life <laughs> defines failure, right? Like failure is this thing. It's big, it's scary, it's uncomfortable. And you have so much to lose. Just like an excuse. I'm sure when you're giving an excuse on why you were late, it's not like you're saying, I am, it's my expression of regret for failure to show up on time, right? That's not how we're perceiving excuses. So what if the things that you were regretfully failing to do in your life are actually what are keeping you from being who you want to be both personally and professionally? So I hear from my clients all the time. They tell me, I want to be better at work. I want to be a better mom. I don't want to be as busy. I want to be better with money. I I don't want to be such a perfectionist. I just want to be happy. But then here's what they're doing is they're failing to do the things that they need to do to achieve these things. So it's because of five specific excuses that I see blocking them from being the woman that they want to be every single time. So I want to bring light to these excuses. And if you are in the place where you also empower these excuses, this is not a time to shame or judge yourself. I just want you to get curious as to why you keep choosing the excuse, which is basically failing to do something, right, over doing the thing to help you become the woman that you want to be. So when we are in this place where we we are taking these moment to moment decisions, right? Because giving an excuse is a decision. I want to bring this responsibility back to you. So these are moment to moment decisions that we are making because you're either going to give the excuse or you're going to choose to show up as the woman you are meant to be, right? So for example, when you're in a place and your boss says, I want you to stay late and you really want to say no, but you say yes and you give, you know, some sort of excuse, right? So I see like these moment to moment things as your opportunity to make those changes in that exact moment because it's these moment to moment decisions that are either going to make or break who you are becoming in the now. So this is when you decide to drive through and get food or you're going to meal prep. This is when you are going to stay late making your presentation perfect or you're going to go home and be with your family because that's what you said you want to do, right? This is when you're going to be late or you're going to plan ahead to make sure you are on time. This is when you're going to shop because you had a bad day and spend the money that you wanted to save or you're going to spend that money working with a coach, reading a book, taking an online course to better yourself. This is when you're going to watch TV for 30 minutes or you're going to work on your mindset for 30 minutes. This is when you're going to drink the wine to check out or you're going to meditate to check back in. So you're either going to be the you that is making the excuse that is going to keep you from becoming the you that you know you want to be, or you're just going to be the woman that you want to be. It's a moment to moment decision. And this is what I want you to see is that this, when we think of changing who we are, we make it this big, scary thing. But what if it was just a micro decision? What if it was just micro decisions that you have to make every day to change a behavior in the moment to do something different versus an empowering and excuse that is keeping you in a version of yourself that you want to change? So I think about When we are in that space of wanting to be somebody else, but that person just feels a little bit out of reach, it's because the excuses are standing in our way of becoming her. So when I went through this process of really diving into my personal development and committing to myself, like jumping all in to the pool of saying, okay, I'm going to change who I am. These are the things that I want to change about myself. The hardest part was this moment to moment decision making. And it was so hard to break that habitual way of doing because I had done these things for so long. And I think about, for example, with that I gave with the drive through when I was having a really bad day when I was working at Estee Lauder and I had, you know, a three to four hour a day commute, sometimes five hours. Is it easier to commit to my health in that moment? Or is it easier to drive through McDonald's? 
McDonald's because that's my comfort food. You know, I used to work there. I love the way chicken nuggets taste. I used to get rewarded when I was in school with chicken nuggets or, you know, they give you the award. I don't know if they still do this, but they used to give awards in school for a free Happy Meal if you got, you know, kid of the month. I don't even remember what the words were but or what the awards were. But of course, my brain is going to do what feels more comfortable in the moment, which is eat the junk food versus going home, making a meal after I've just sat in, you know, eight hours of just soul sucking meetings per day, plus then sitting on the 405 freeway. The last thing I'm going to do is stand in the kitchen and now make myself a healthy, nutritious meal. No, I want to eat the shit that makes me feel comfortable, right? <laughs> so it was very, very hard for me to break out of the these habitual ways of doing because the excuse in my mind was, oh, well, this is easier or this is faster and I don't have time to go home and make a meal and, you know, do this healthy thing and then work out on top of it. I don't have the energy. So I want you to know to this is going to be challenging in the beginning because you are literally reprogramming the way that your mind is wired to work and it, you're re-engineering all of your habits that are comfortable, that are safe because you've done them, you know them. When we start this process of change, we're literally going to have to make these decisions in the moment to choose to do something different that aligns with who we want to be and who we're becoming versus the us that's sitting here right now who wants to change. So on August 26th at 10 a.m. Pacific time, I'm going to be teaching a confidence workshop that is going to show you how to make these moment to moment decisions, how to make these simple shifts and how you think about what you do and this whole entire process that will help you become who you want to be that much faster. So if you need that support to start becoming the you that you want to be right now, that is exactly what we are doing in this workshop. So join us on Saturday. It's going to be from 10 to 1 o'clock. This is going to be a very, very, very hands-on workshop where you're going to be getting a ton of one-to-one support. Because of this, we have limited space to ensure that everybody gets that individualized time and attention that they deserve. So make sure you register. You can tap the link in the show notes now to register for this. It's $97 to attend. And this literally will be such transformational growth in real time where we are getting these excuses out of your way. We're going to see these, right? To where you're going to be like, oh, I see you excuse. Hold on. I'm going to choose to do something different because that's what me does now. This is the type of action we are going to be taking. And it is going to be profoundly transformational because who you are walking into this workshop as is not going to be the same you that's leaving. We are going to collapse time and help you become the most confident future you right now. No more waiting, no more protecting ourselves behind excuses. We are going to be doing this in real time. So make sure you get your spot secured before Saturday. So that way you have your space of in there. You've secured it. We are down to our final spot. So make sure you tap the show notes now to secure your spot for this workshop. Okay. I want to get into now the specific excuses excuses that I see stopping you from being who you want to be right now. And I'm also going to be giving you super specific examples of what this looks like on a day-to-day basis. And I'm curious to see if this is what's happening with you too, because I know this happened for me. I know this has also happened with a lot of the women that I've worked with. So let's just see what's going on here. All right, here are the top five excuses that I see the women that I work with keeping them from being who they want to be. Number one, and this probably comes as no surprise, is I do not have time. So when we tell ourselves that we don't have time, the result of that thought is not having time. So how much time do you actually need? What do you need to say no to in order to create the time? What needs to be deprioritized to ensure that you have space to do the things that make you your best you? Because if we coach together, these are the questions that I'm going to ask you. I don't accept the excuse. I don't have time because I know based upon in week three of our program, we do a whole entire time mapping exercise where I audit every minute that you have and every 
single woman who has come through this program has told me in some capacity they don't have time. But yet when I do this time mapping system and I optimize your time, I see that you have a plethora of time available once you start using this in, in a strategic way, right? So when I ask you the question of how much time do you need, the answer that most people respond back with is I don't know. So if you don't know how much time you need, of course you're not going to have the time because you've never gotten intentional about actually looking at that for yourself. So if you say to yourself, oh, I want to you know, start moving my body and get into a place where I feel healthy, okay, how much time do you need to do that every single week? What's the answer for you? I know for me it was 10 minutes a day. So I can always create 10 minutes a day. Do you need an hour? Do you need two hours? What does that look like for you? So number two, I don't know who I want to be. That's number two excuse that is keeping you from being who you want to be, right? So if you don't know who you want to be, how are you ever going to be who you want to be? So that is a BS answer. I'm calling BS on this because yes, you do know who you want to be. Do not subscribe to the lie that you don't know. This is a surface level thought that is your brain is offering you to keep you safe. This There is a voice that is whispering inside of you all the time that is saying, hey, why don't you do this instead? Hey, look at her. Why don't you be more like that, right? There are dreams that are nagging at you. There are habits that you aspire to have. So what are they? Is there somebody in your life that you are currently comparing yourself to because she has what you want? What does she have that you want? Because that is a beautiful way for you to see your true desire being revealed in real time. So do not subscribe to the belief that you don't know who you want to be because there is a part of you that is dreaming about being her right now. You've just never said it out loud. Maybe there's a part of you that's scared to. Maybe it's totally different than who you are right now and you're scared to say that out loud. That's okay. But you know, somewhere in you, you know, because I guarantee once you go past that first, I don't know, it's going to start flowing out of you and you're going to be like, I'm so, I want to be the some person that's always on time. I want to be healthy. I want to be fit. I want to feel beautiful and secure in my own skin. I want to have style. I want to have my own signature vibe. Like you're going to all of a sudden start out. This is the outlet, this free flowing outlet of all of these attributes that you aspire to have and be you, all these behaviors that you want to have, all these new habits that you want to create for yourself. So there is a part of you that knows. So don't believe the lie when your brain says, I don't know, because you do know. You do know. I call BS on that one. (laughs) Okay. Number three excuse is I don't know where to start. Okay. I'm going to tell you exactly where to start. You pick one micro step daily. Doesn't matter what it is. Just pick something. Literally pick one thing. Then the next day you're going to pick another thing. Do not wait for somebody to tell you. Just start. Waiting equals never being who you want to be. It's always going to feel out of reach when you believe that you don't know where to start, right? Because starting, like picture if you're running a marathon, you just walk up to the starting line and you run. That's how you start. (laughs) It's the same thing here. So if you want to be somebody that wakes up at 7 a.m. every single day, then you set an alarm clock and you wake up at 7 a.m. every single day. That's where you start. If you want to be somebody who drinks eight glasses of water a day, then you put eight bottles of water (laughs) that are in your fridge and you drink all eight of them a day, right? You just start taking action. You don't wait because once again, your brain is going to give you all these excuses of, oh, I don't know what to do first. Oh, should I do this? Oh, maybe I should do this. Oh, I bet it would be best to start with this. What did she start with this? Maybe I need to read another book. Oh, uh, should I take a program for this? Maybe this person will tell me what to do. Maybe I should talk to this person. Literally, all you're doing is robbing yourself of time when you subscribe to this level of overthinking. Just start. This is why I named my program the CAN program because we take confident action now. We do not subscribe to the belief of I don't know where to start because you just start. Number four, excuse that is keeping you from who you want to be is the belief that you can't or so an excuse that you can't. So this is an excuse that keeps you from always getting started. So what if you could? 
Ask yourself that, right? Because what it does when you ask yourself, what if I could, when your brain serves up the idea that you can't, is you're handing yourself your responsibility back over your future because you can. And when we believe that we can't, we're never going to. When you believe that you can, you will. It's very simple, right? So the can mindset is always going to be can do. I can do this because. I Here's what I can do today. Here's what I can do about this, right? You're always going to be living in a place of possibility versus limiting yourself and living in impossibility by believing that you can't. When you are thinking that you can't, you're always going to be standing on the starting line wondering why everybody's passing you by and you're over over here just saying like, well, I can't, I can't, I can't. Okay, then you won't. Very simple, very simple. So when people bring me the excuse I can't, I'm like, okay, well, what can you do about it? And they get so annoyed with this question because I'm basically hand, just handing you back your responsibility. I'm handing you back your empowered you know, action over how you choose to proceed in your life. So I'm giving you back that responsibility right now. What can you do about it? And I remember when I started my business, I had a lot of I can'ts. I was really protecting myself and keeping myself safe with excuses. And for example, I wanted to start a website. I'd never built a website before. I had no idea how to do graphic design. I'm very creative, but I had never done all of these things. And so first it was like, oh, well, I can't do this because I haven't registered my business yet. So I can't set up my Shopify account because I don't have, you know, a, a EIN number and I, I can't do this. So, and then I can't do this because I, I don't know how to do the graphics and I haven't answered these questions and I don't know who I'm actually working with. So I can't proceed here. And all I was doing was giving myself a mountain of excuses. And I remember working with one of my first coaches and she's like, wow, you really believe you can't do a lot of things. And I'm like, huh? And literally it had not even hit me until that point, how I had been giving myself so many excuses that were keeping me from creating results in my business. So for any you know, any idea that you have of who you want to be and you believe you can't be that, why? Why do you why do you believe that you can't and how could you be that? Because you can. Okay, our fifth and final excuse that is keeping you from being who you want to be is, I don't know. So I just told you, or sorry, I don't know how. So I just told you how. You're going to really look at this list, right? You're going to create boundaries over your time. You're going to decide who the best you is and what she does every single day and what she doesn't do every day. You're going to take one micro action daily until you become your best you. And then you're going to shift from you can't until you can, and then you will, right? So that's how. So I think when we get caught up in the how, how is one of the biggest action blocking questions because you'll be like, how do I do this? Oh my God. And then all of a sudden your brain is going to come up with a million more questions, a million more problems to solve. And then what is going to happen is you're going to feel disempowered because you're going to believe that the answer is outside of you. You're going to believe that you don't actually have the answer to what you need to do first in order to move forward. So if I told you the how, which is creating boundaries over your time, deciding who you want to be, what you do and what you don't do every day, taking one micro action daily until you become your best you and shifting from the can't mindset into the can mindset, and then you will, that's your how. So it's, it's literally as simple as that. Like I can't tell you another way to do it because that's literally exactly how you do it. So if your brain is offering you the thought, I don't know how, you have the how, I just gave it to you. So let's get even more specific. So when we look at situations where like, for example, I gave you the examples earlier of when my clients tell me I want to be better at work. I want to be a better mom. I don't want to be as busy. I want to be better with money, all those, right? So when we lack specificity, this is when we get in trouble, right? Because this is when all of those excuses are going to come in hot. When you don't specifically know how you want to be better at work, you're not going to know how to be better at work. You're going to think that you can't be better at work. You're going to think you don't know where to start. You're going to think you don't know who you want to be. And you're going to think that you don't have the time to be that person. So 
I like to think of when we lack specificity, it's like picturing yourself going on a road trip, driving to New York with no address in your GPS. There's a million ways to get there and without a route that you feel certain of, you're going to get lost. So if you want to be better at work, how do you want to be better and why do you want to be better in these areas? If you want to be a better mom, how do you want to be a better mom and why do you want to be a better mom in these areas? If you don't want to be as busy, how do you not want to be as busy and why do you not want to be as busy in these areas? We can literally go down the whole entire list. So for example, I had a client come to me recently and she told me who who she wanted to be and how she wanted to see herself and how she wanted to show up every day is somebody who's healthy and takes good care of herself and just really enjoys her life and feels happy, right? So where she was struggling is she was making a lot of decisions that wasn't making her feel healthy, right? So she's not making decisions that align with this healthy lifestyle that she wanted to live and feeling healthy in her body. Then she was in a place where she was prioritizing everybody else versus herself because everyone and everything else seemed more important, which was usually work or kids. And that was what was being prioritized over her taking care of herself every single time. And then instead of enjoying her life, she was doing things to subtract from her happiness, which is what I call the happiness subtraction cycle. You can go listen to that podcast if you've never heard about this versus doing things that align to generating happiness for herself. And she wasn't having fun or doing things to enhance her life experience. So why she was struggling is because she didn't know how to do it different because she's so stuck in her, her, habits and her habitual way of operating. So change had felt so hard for her. And in the past, she had basically quit. And then she hasn't stuck with any of these new ways that people had told her to be healthy. She had never clearly identified a way of life that actually worked for her and created the health that she desires. So people would say like, oh, you need to follow this boot camp but, and work out for an hour and hardcore and someone yelling in your face. But she hated being yelled at and she hated doing hour-long workouts. So a nutritionist that she had gone to said, okay, well, if you want to be healthy, you can only eat chicken and broccoli, but she liked eating rosé and cake right? So when she was in that place where she was thinking she didn't have time for self-care, it's because she believed that self-care had to take a long time or it wasn't going to work. And so because she had that belief that I don't have the time, I don't, it's not going to be worth it if I actually do it and don't dedicate so much time to it. So she didn't do it at all. So I, I see these interesting parallels because another example is she had this wellness package at work, but she never used it because she didn't have the time. And then on top of it, she had been taught that self-care was selfish and not something to be prioritized because she needed to be there for her work and for her family. So she's basically being celebrated for being so selfless that she's always willing to put herself last. So her brain was literally trained and taught that this behavior is rewarded, but yet she feels resentful because she never gets a second to herself. So her habitual way of operating it never actually aligned with how she wanted to feel and how she, you know, lived her life every single day. Another area where she was really struggling is she was trying to find her happiness versus learning how to actively create it. So happiness is always going to be something that feels out of reach. And for her, it was something she never felt in control of. And once again, she was living in the happiness subtraction cycle, which is basically where all of the actions that were she was taking in her life were subtracting from her happiness versus adding to it. So she would wake up in the morning. First thing she did, was started, you know, opened her phone, saw all the stressful emails, started doom scrolling on social media, seeing the state of the world was so stressed out, so overwhelmed. And now she felt terrible before she even got out of bed. Her stress and pressure cycle started before she even got out of bed, right? So for her, 
how could she ever be the woman who's healthy, takes good care of herself and enjoys her life and feels happy when she's living in a place where she doesn't align with what people have told her what to do in order to create health and doesn't even know what healthy is for her. She feels that she's selfish for prioritizing her self-care and thinks that everything else and everyone else is more important and isn't enjoying her life because all the things that she's doing are making her feel unhappy. Of course, she's never going to be able to do that. So we had to break the excuses that were keeping her from actually showing up as that version of herself. Another client wanted to be somebody who was a trusted and respected leader at work that people see as valuable, that knows her shit and always shows up as her best self. Where she was struggling is she was too busy. She was too busy to listen and she was too busy to actually help people because she was always in back-to-back meetings. She was always putting out fires. She was always rushing to respond to the emails that hit her inbox. And then what she was doing is she was having these conversations in between meetings where she was answering questions in the hallway, but she wasn't really listening. So she rushed to respond because she felt like she needed to give that person an answer. So she didn't think it through. She blurts something out. Then the person does what she says. Then later she goes back to the question that she was asked, unmakes her decision, and then goes back and redirects the team. And then the team's totally frustrated with her because now they're having to redo work because she changed her mind because she never actually dedicated 100% of presence to that person when they came to her with the original question. So she was in this pattern where her team kept losing respect and trust for her and they were getting frustrated working for her. She feels their frustration but doesn't know how to turn it around and then tells herself the story that the last thing she has time to do is figure out how to turn it around because she's on to the next email in the meeting. Then she was having an issue where she was doubting herself in meetings because it seemed like everybody has better ideas. So why would she say something? Because people are just going to think her idea is dumb. So then she didn't say anything at all and then would beat herself up later. She would overthink every detail about how she could have done things differently and should have done things differently. She was obsessing about what she had to say next time and making sure she said it differently next time. And then when her chance came next time, she would pause and then doubt herself and then stumble over her words, worried she looked dumb and she doesn't present herself in the way that she meant to. And then beats herself up for that later, right? So she was stuck in this pattern of struggling because she had zero boundaries over her time and lost sight of the priorities that really matter. She hadn't done the work on how to believe in her value and trust that everything she said matters. And because of that, she felt like her best self was too far away and she had no time to work on herself to get closer to being her because she was so busy trapped in the current problems of the now and the busyness of the now. So if you've been in that space before where people are telling you, you have to do this in order to do this, but that doesn't align with who you want to be or how you want to feel, I want to just offer you some perspective shifts here. Because what if health for you doesn't have to be hour-long workouts and eating chicken and broccoli? What if there was another way that gave you the health that you wanted to feel, but it didn't have to feel like getting there was a punishment? What if one minute of self-care could be equally as valuable as an hour? What if feeling happy was 100% within your control? based upon the thoughts you were thinking and the actions that you were taking every single day? What if you were one simple way, shift away from enjoying your life every single day? Because you are. You are so much closer than you realize to being the you that you want to be. She's already within you and she doesn't need to be protected with excuses and habitual ways of behaving and habitual ways of operating. She is ready to come out. She's obviously speaking to you. You hear the whisper from her. She's saying like, hey, I wish you could be like me or I wish you could be, you know, do this over here, right? So she's ready to come out and play. She wants you to live her best life now. And she is 
in that place where she doesn't want you to stop keeping her from us. So let's meet her, right? I want you to feel so empowered to be this version of you that you know that you are meant to be. So if you were in this place where you were listening to this and you're like, yes, I need to do that. Yes, I want to do that. If this is all resonating with you, you have to come to the workshop that I'm hosting on August 26th at 10 a.m. Pacific time. This is the space we're going to break up with all of the excuses that are keeping you from confidently being who you want to be right now. And this is exactly where my two clients that I had mentioned, the one who wanted to be in a place where she actually had time to care for herself. She's healthy. She's enjoying her life. That's now her daily operating because of the work that we did together. My client who wanted to be a respected leader at work and people saw her as valuable because she knew her shit and always showed up as her best self. She's now showing up as her best self every day. Her team trusts her. They are lifting her up. They literally just recommended her for for a promotion. She's out there living her best life and her infectious love for life and her presence has literally become this change this ripple effect that has changed the entire inner workings of her organization and she's just one person who committed to becoming the her that she knew she was meant to be so this is the exact work that we are going to be doing on you in this workshop that once again is happening on August 26th at 10 a.m. It is $97 to join us. I wanted to make this a super low entry point because to me, this will be some of the most valuable work that you ever do on yourself to understand what needs to happen to stop letting these excuses stop you. You don't need to be safe from these excuses anymore. In order to actually become this version of you, there's a few things that need to happen. And this is what I'm going to be teaching you how to do. Make these simple, simple shifts in your day-to-day reality, in those moment-to-moment times where the decision comes and you know exactly what to do when that time comes. No more, I don't know how, no more, I don't have time to do this, no more, what do I do first, right? You are going to know exactly what to do when the time comes. And I want you to just picture yourself in a space where you don't ever have to struggle with believing that you don't know who you want to be, that you don't know where to start, that you can't do it, that you don't know how. And I want you to picture yourself as the woman who knows exactly where to start, who knows exactly who she is, who knows exactly how she can make whatever she wants to do in her life possible, and who knows exactly know how to do it right? Because that is who you are going to be on the other side of this experience. And not only that, we're going to focus on doubling your confidence in 30 days or less. So if you want to show up as your most confident, secure, empowered self, this is exactly the space where that is going to happen for you. Once again, this is going to be happening for you on August 26th at 10 a.m. Pacific time. You can tap the link in the show notes to get your tickets now. They are $97. This is a three-hour workshop where we are literally going to be workshopping your confidence in real time. This is going to blow your damn mind in so many ways and I cannot wait to see who you become on the other side of this experience. Are you ready to meet this version of you? Because I know I am. (laughs) All right, so get your tickets now and I will see you on August 26th.